Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of the Mind and Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I would like to do a review of the last couple of weeks or last couple of games, if you like, of um, my United. Um, as you guys um, are aware, I have not done a lot of podcasts recently, and that because I had to take a break to focus on pressing matters and personal issues. And I'm happy to be back and to um, talk about Manchester United and football. And so it's good to be back. Uh, my apologies for not. Um, releasing any new or for not releasing podcasts regularly as I often do you know normally I release podcasts every week especially after every minor game but since the Leicester game I have not released any or made any podcasts all right so I apologize for that so back to business um on Thursday I'm actually to took on and the Moldovan club, Sheriff Tiraspol, and won the game by two goals to nothing. I will talk about the game because it's the most recent game my United have played. I want to talk about the performance and my thoughts generally. And um, I also like to talk on some of the last couple of games my United have played. Um, before the Sheriff, I would like to talk about the Real Sociedad Europa League game. I also like to talk about our victory over Arsenal and and our victory over Southampton, I believe. Um, I, have I talked about this victory over Southampton? Um, after we defeated Liverpool, we took on Southampton. Okay, we defeated Southampton, then we took on Leicester and then we took on Arsenal. Okay, so I think I've spoken about the... Um, I, think, I didn't do a podcast directly um for the Southampton game. I think I merged it uh, with the Leicester game if I remember correctly. So I'll there's not much to talk about the Arsenal game. It's gone, done and dusted. We defeated Arsenal fair and square. Arsenal had more position but we had the better chances and we're more clinical. We're more ruthless. Again our defense was solid. Um, um and we did very well to um, defeat Arsenal by three goals to one, ending their um, win run and uh, continuing our own winning run in the Premier League. And the next game, I think we lost to Real Sociedad after defeating Arsenal. We lost to Real Sociedad in the Europa League. And um, I would like to talk about that game. Uh, I believe that game was one of our best performances of the season at home. Uh, we did very well. I think we played very well. Our uh, finishing was poor though, and uh, it was unfortunate that we didn't take our chances that were created. I think we didn't create enough chances for Ronaldo to score. He had the ball at the back of the net in the first half, but it was ruled for offside. And um, in the second half, the penalty that was awarded to Real Sociedad, I felt was a harsh one. Uh, the ball hit the body of Lisandro Martinez before hitting his arm. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, I think the referee decided that it was um, in an awkward position and awarded 
the penalty. I'm not sure the VR in Europa League or the VR in selected games, but I don't understand. I don't think there was VR because if there was, they should have overturned it. And I don't know if there were VR checks or not um, in that game, but from all indications, it appears there isn't VR in Europa League or not in all games. So, and so uh, that uh, penalty was not overturned and um, Real Sociedad scored. And we have to say Real Sociedad played well and defended very well, especially in the second half. Mainly played well. Unfortunately, we couldn't get the much needed equalizer or Morabusi equalizer, so we lost the game. And um, we took on um, the Moldovan team, Sheriff Tiraspol, and I expected we won the game by two goals to nothing. It was not vintage Manchester United, but again, we did the job. We won the game. We were very solid in the defense. Um, we took our chances well, especially in the first half. Um, in the second half, we didn't. I, I feel we didn't do as well as we could have in the first half, and we didn't create a lot of chances for Ronaldo to score and to boost his confidence. So, but I think it was a good and fair result um, for Manchester United against Sheffield Sport. Um, I'm a bit disappointed that um, we've not been playing any games in the Premier League. Um, uh, two games, I guess Crystal Palace and Leeds United this weekend have been postponed, and you know we so we will be lagging behind the Premier League. Uh, Manchester City have played, Spurs have played, Arsenal will play on Sunday, and so um, we have a lot of grounds to make up, and we are going to the international break after this weekend of games. So. Uh, we will not be seeing Man United again for another two weeks, and so I hope that our players will not, our key players in defence especially, will not be injured during the international break. And I hope that um, players missing due to injury will be available. Players like Rashford, Marshall, Van de Beek, many of these players hopefully will be available, and will also get the best of Ronaldo. Um, after the international break, uh, we really need our players to be up and running. We need to put pressure on the uh, teams at the top of the table: Spurs, and Manchester City, and Arsenal. Um, as at the time I'm making this podcast, Arsenal have not played, uh, so I expect Arsenal to defeat Brentford or get a result against Brentford and go back to the top of the Premier League. I'll be surprised if they lose to Brentford. Um, Manchester City, of course, defeated. Um, um, they defeated. Who did they defeat again earlier today? Um, what was this team again? Let me see. I can't. I can't recall the team they played earlier today. Um, let me see. Um, that's embarrassing. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, they took on um, Wolves. Okay, okay, so they defeated Wolves today by three goals to nothing. And um, uh, Sport defeated Leicester City by six goals to two. Son coming from the bench and scoring the hat trick. Um, so, a nice one for us uh, who still have Son in our fantasy Premier teams. Although I sold him um, today, I should have waited. 
um, till after this round of games before I sold the clown. Uh, now I've sold the judge, even though I've sold him in anticipation for the next round of games. He still, I still enjoyed the uh, the points he was going to give me in my fantasy team, but I've sold him already. So I hope I don't rule that decision. So I sold him and got somebody else who was cheaper, who I feel will be more productive in the long term, considering his poor form this season. So um, if he continues his good form, I might just bring him back. So I was thinking of reinvesting his money in other departments of the team, but I think I would just hold on and keep some and then buy him back if he continues his good run of form. You know. Anyway, permit me to digress. So back to the matters of um, Manchester United so um, I'm happy that we are back and up and running in the Europa League after our defeat to Real Sociedad um, in the first game um, I guess um, Sheriff Raspol of course everyone expects us to defeat Sheriff Raspol and of course we got the business done uh, I'm happy or I was happy with the squad that um, Eric Ten Hag put out um, because we didn't play over the weekend, so um, the players had sufficient rest, so he went with a strong team with Ronaldo coming in instead of Rashford, who was obviously injured. And um, and um, I think that was the major change he made to the squad. Uh, every other person um, started. So I was happy with the performance in the first half. In the second half, I wasn't too pleased with the performance. Um, Sherry started well. They were the better side in the first 10, 15 minutes, but we came into the game and grabbed the goal. And um, I'm happy Sancho is scoring goals for Manchester United. He's not a fast attacker like our other wingers, like Marshall or Rashford or Elanga, but he's quite technical. He has a good football brain and is a, has an eye for goal. I hope that he will continue in his good run of form and score more goals for Manchester United and grab more assists as well. <clears throat> Similar to the kind we used to see at Dortmund that made us to fork out some familiar pounds for his signature. Um, then Ronaldo, there's a lot of debate about Ronaldo's performance. I think he did okay. Um, again, Ronaldo has um, has very very high standards and so many of us um, supporters or football lovers when we see performances that are not in line with what we expect from someone like him um, we begin to get worried but let's not forget that he's 38 years old he will soon turn 38 in a couple of weeks and um, this season he generally start very well um, concerning his um, transfer issues and generally the way the season started the preseason a lack of preseason i think has affected him um, because he's not as young as he he, he used to be um, or he's no longer a young player he's taking time to get back into the groove that's what i feel that is my theory on ronaldo's indifferent performance this season let's hope that this goal will will be a turning point for him and we start scoring again on a regular basis. But my United need to create chances for Ronaldo. I still feel that my United is a team that does not create enough chances. And uh, I hope that we will get to that level 
where Obai will create enough chances and I feel that our wingers have a role to play in this regard. Anthony, I hope Anthony will also step up to the plate. He has not been terrible, but he's not, he has not been that good. Yes, he was. He got the goal against Arsenal on his debut, which is good. Um, and, but he has been not overly... He has not been putting up trees. Let us let me put it that way. He has not been putting up trees. He has not been outstanding. He has not been terrible. He has not been average at best. So I think he needs time to adapt to the Man United way of playing, like the hack system, the speed of the English game. But he's not really a fast player uh, as it looks from what I'm seeing and from the feedback I'm hearing from people. It appears Anthony also is not a very fast player. So we have two technical players, Sancho and Anthony, who are not exactly fast, but um, have the potential to be creative and create chances for uh, the likes of Ronaldo and Marshall or Rashford as strikers. So um, I think there's a lot more to come for players like Anthony. Um, you know. Now, if we talk about the midfield again, Bruno, he divides opinion. I think he was wasteful in the second half, and um, he needs to learn to keep things simple. He needs to learn to be more productive using the ball, and he needs to get back his groove again and you know score lots of goals. I think Bruno has become. People have become more critical of Bruno and are calling him a fraud because these days um, he's not scoring goals to paper over the cracks of his performances. His performances for a long time, especially for the past one year, have not been very good. But his goals have um, papered over the cracks of what many seem as a very poor passing um, ability or ability of passing the ball and distribution of the ball and you know his general play overall so I think Bruno needs to learn to be more accurate with his passing reduce the showboating reduce the moaning act like a leader and be more productive with his passing his passing for Rashford though was excellent um, in the game against uh, Arsenal whereby he he, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he put him on on the uh, put him put the ball on a plate and Rashford converted against Arsenal to make it two one. So I think uh, that again is, is the, what, the kind of passes we want to see Bruno doing more of and less shooting and less of the wastefulness in possession. All right. So but he did okay against Sheriff. But uh, we expect more from someone like Bruno. Okay, um, Ericsson too was quite good. Um, I think Ericsson has been a revolution since he joined Manchester United, and I've been an advocate that he should be starting regularly in midfield. Enough of the McFred partnership, and that has been the case. Um, Ericsson playing for Manchester United in midfield is wonderful. Um, he has a football brain. Unfortunately, he's in his thirties early 30s hopefully we can get two or three years of quality service from Ericsson before we're moving on then but Ericsson has been wonderful since he joined the club 
And even when we were struggling at the start of the season, he has been one of the shining lights for Manchester United. And I'm happy we have someone like him with his football intelligence and his potential to be creative. I think Ericsson would do more damage if he was playing in the Bruno role. But Bruno has a lot of credit in the bank. And so Bruno, who looks more like um, an attacking midfielder, um, still gets into the team. But I feel if we can get someone who can do the work Ericsson is doing, possibly Van de Beek, and, you know, put Ericsson in the Bruno room, we might see more of Ericsson in terms of creativity. But Ericsson Hag is the coach, and he has been getting a lot of results from his current squad and system, so I can't begrudge him. I feel that we can do better, but I don't think we can do better if Bruno <clears throat> does not cut out many of his um, sloppy passes. That's what I think. But I'm happy with Ericsson's performance. Um, Atome too did very well in the first half against Sheriff. Um, I think the arrival of Casemiro has kept Matomini on his toes, knowing that his position is under threat and that he's quite lucky or fortunate to still be getting um, Ericsson Hags uh, not to start games. So he's giving his best, trying to do his best, and long may it continue. But at some point, Casemiro will probably um, get uh, the role as the defensive midfielder in the squad when he's up to scratch with um, Manchester United and his fitness is superb, you know. I think Casemiro uh, is struggling to adapt to the Premier League and to the Manchester United system, Ericsson Hag system, and so he has been sloppy um, even though we can also see glimpses of his class and why we signed him I'm I'm very positive and optimistic that in the not too distant future we will begin to see the best of Casemiro and when we see the best of Casemiro when we start seeing the best of Casemiro I think Matomine will be relegated to the bench and coming in as a sub for players like Merrickson or Bruno you know that kind of thing or even Casemiro himself to give him a rest so what this team really need is competition and I think we are seeing it in the midfield and in the defense players who took it for granted that they will start or who have become complacent over time are now you know struggling to get back into the team noticeably Luke Shaw Luke Shaw has lost the place to Tari Malasia. And as long as Tari Malasia keeps on playing the way he is playing, and even even if and I am also expecting to see more of Tari Malasia in terms of his performance, especially going forward. I still think he's holding back and he's trying, he's not being as adventurous as he should be. I think he's still playing safe. And I think with time, when he gets conf- more confident, he will begin to take more risks and uh, make more incisive runs on the wings and deliver excellent crosses for Cristiano Ronaldo or any other attacker that we have playing in attack. So, uh, Tari Malasia was uh, good. 
against the uh, sheriff on Thursday, he did very well. Even as a right back, when Dalot was removed, I think he, he did very well in Dalot's position. Uh, of course, you would argue that sheriff are not exactly a very good team, so maybe they made him better than he actually was. Maybe, perhaps, but um, it doesn't change the fact that he had a good game against Sheriff Tiraspol. Um, in the defense, uh, central defense, Lisandro Martinez and Rafael Balan, they were both outstanding again uh, at the center of the defense. And I'm so happy that Eric Ten Hag signed Lisandro Martinez. I was skeptical about his signing, like you guys know. I criticized him, especially in the game against Brentford. But I think he has been a revelation for Manchester United. He's been very good. He's been amazing for someone who is supposed to be a very short man for a defender. But he has been good. The partnership with Varane has been excellent. And I'm very happy that we have such a dependable central pairing because our defence has been a leaking basket for years. And since Mario left, we've been poor in the defence. Uh, Lindelof, Maguire, poor center pairing, in my opinion. They, they were decent, but they were not the kind of defence you would, um, that you could build a title winning team on. Varane and Isano Martinez look like a defence line that you can build a title winning team. And this may be premature, but if we continue winning games, considering very few goals, I tell you, we have a chance of uh, challenging for the Premier League title, especially if our attackers click, especially players like Ronaldo, um, Anthony Marshall and Rashford, if they hit top form or gel as a team. So I think that's the major challenge. We have a, a base which we can build our team on. Maybe this season might be a stretch or maybe too far for this team to win the Premier League title. But if we if we allow Eric Ten Hag to keep on rebuilding this squad, I can tell you by next season we should be able to win the league title or at least challenge Manchester City and Liverpool to the very limit, to the very last day of the season. That's what I feel. But we need to the the club needs to keep on investing in the team. Um, the Glazers the management, the board, and whoever is running the club need to back in hack, not stop investing in the team the moment they discover that the team has done well and feel that the team does, no longer needs reinvesting. That is where we always miss it. That is the problem I have with the Glazers. They've always the Glazers have never been shy of investing. It's just that they have been poor investors. They have invested in the wrong players. And even if they got some players right, they feel to continue backing the manager. They continue, they feel to continue back, continue to back Mourinho, and that is why Mourinho became um, angry and had issues or had problems with Woodward and Co. And he fell out to some players, and we all know what happened in the Mourinho era. So I feel that. Manchester United needs to keep on building on the team. Like in the right back position, it's obvious that um, Eric Tenhaga has come to the conclusion that Wambisaka um, is not the kind of player he wants to be playing on a regular basis. And I agree with him. I've always said it. Wambisaka 
should be moved on from Manchester United. He's a good player defensively, but going forward, he offers nothing, offers very little, you know, and he's quite clumsy occasionally, you know. So, Dalot has little competition, and so I'm worried that Dalot might become complacent. And once Dalot gets injured, we will not have a problem or get suspended, then we'll have a problem at right back. So, the defence line is very important for Manchester United, but we don't have people who can deputise, in my opinion, if um, the first choice defence line of um, Dalot, uh, Varane, Martinez and Malasha get injured or suspended, if any of them. I feel what we have as backups, Lindelof, Maguire, Wambisaka, they are not good enough. Luke Shaw, I think he is good enough. I say he's a good. I think he's the best of all of the first team players who have lost their place. Only Luke Shaw is someone who can give Malasha a run for the money if Malasha uh, loses form or can deputize very well for Malasha if Malasha is unavailable either due to injury or suspension. But I don't trust Maguire and Lindelof. And I would have loved Eric Bai to have remained in the club, but Eric Bai is Ivorian, so he's not somebody who has that pull or who has that PR to push his agenda. He's an African. I wouldn't say it's racism. I just feel that um, Eric Bai, considering the excuses they were given in the past, in the past, the excuses that were given for Eric Bay was his lack of fitness, he often gets injured, he's often clumps and this and that, but he has not been injured in at least two years, if I'm not mistaken. He has not had any serious injury of loot in two years. He has been fit, but he has not been getting the games. And I feel he's the kind of person who would, if Varane is not available, would be perfect to pair Lissado Martinez, but he has been sent alone to Marseille. So, it's just unfortunate, but there's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing you and I can do about that. Um, it's Maguire and Lindelof um, that are the backups for Varane and Isandro Martinez. And Diogo Dalot does not have um, a good challenger. Brandy Williams, I don't think he's a challenger. Wambisaka, I don't think Eric Ten Hag fancies him. So I would have loved if we could get Desert Dumfries. For me, Desert Dumfries is the ideal fullback we should be getting to make my United a complete team defensively because I feel he moves, he knows how to join the attack, he knows how to overlap, and knows how to give good crosses, and he knows how to join the attack and become a threat going forward. These are the kind of people we need. They create chances. You know, if your fullbacks are not creating chances, then you are leaving all the work to be done by the midfielders and when you have wingers like Rashford who don't create a lot of chances who are very limited they are always direct cutting and shoot cutting and shoot uh, cutting and lay the ball square passes you know you can't get a lot of chances from players like that so that is for me uh, the challenge of Manchester United but I think the Lord did okay in the Sheriff game he was substituted and Malaysia took over and I think Malaysia gave a good account of himself um, deputizing for Dalot at right back in the second half. Dijan was not really tested so um, 
DJ, I think his passing has improved. Again, um, many people felt that DJ um, does not fit the electronic system. I believe that if it's passing out of the back, that can be learned because it's just passing. Um, just knowing how to pass, knowing when to pass, um, being composed on the ball, you know, that can be learned, you know. So I feel David DJ is improving that aspect. More, of course, needs to be done. And of course, the quality of opposition we have played, apart from Liverpool, Arsenal, have not been people who, there are people ordinarily or there are teams ordinarily that Man United are expected to win. And so we have won those games. Um, there was a blip, I guess, Real Sociedad, unfortunately, but I think we've overcome that. We should be able to beat uh, Omonia Nicosia, home and away, and um, try and defeat Real Sociedad um, in Spain. If we can do that, then we we'll top the group. Um, hopefully, we are able to do that, but let's take the games one game at a time. And so, that's it basically. Um, my United, I'm happy with our defence. The defence line has been excellent. Uh, we've not been conceding goals left, right and centre like we used to last season and in previous seasons, especially last season though. Last season by far was the worst performance of any Man United team in living memory. And so, I'm happy with our defensive performances of late and I believe it's a template we can use to challenge for the title if not this season next season and um, i hope that we can keep our uh, first choice defenders fit especially varan and um, diogo dalo those are the players i feel are prone to getting injured you know the rest uh, malasia and lisandro martinez they look very fit and energetic and i don't think they will get injured very easily but Varane and Varane especially looks like somebody who is vulnerable. So I think we need to manage Varane and play him in the important games for Manchester United. So I'm quite happy with the results, not too happy with the performance. The performance um, could have been better, but I'm not complaining. We've played a bit about eight games this season in all competitions. We won five and lost three, and I think we can improve on that. And I expect us to improve on that. Although we take on Manchester City after the international break at the Etihad Stadium, so that's going to be a big test for Manchester United. And we will need to. It really. We will now really see how good um, the combination of Varane and Martinez is in that game. If they pass that test, then. I'll be very confident on us challenging for the title this season. If we get a result against City at the Etihad, then that would be amazing. I expect us, well, the favourites, of course, will be Manchester City to win that game. But I'm quite quietly confident that we might get at least a point in that game after the international break, as long as our defence line um, are intact and Eric Tenag approaches the game in a pragmatic and um, uh, in a pragmatic manner and gets his tactics right. So I would like to stop here for today. Um, 
this is over 30 minutes and i don't know whether i bore you guys or not but i want to thank you all for listening anyone who listened to the end of this podcast i want to thank you for listening and do not forget to follow on spotify or any other of the platform uh, podcast platforms you listen to this podcast on and uh, you can also share on your timeline share with your friends and uh, fellow football lovers thank you so much for listening do have a great week ahead and bye for now